What's going on everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another video. Today, ladies and gentlemen, I brought out my special friend. This right here is the board. We could call it the board of truth in honor of John from MGTOWers Freedom. Remember those old days? If you, if you don't remember those days, please go back and watch his videos. The guy is a genius. Anyway, we're going to call this the marriage will. But essentially, it is what we know in MGTOW in the red pill area as the matrix this is the matrix this is the matrix financially this is the matrix emotionally when you decide to get married now some of you guys are going to look at this and say man you know this guy's lying he's making it up he he might be the only one has gone through this so he's just dealing with it from his own perspective but that's false what we know is this happens to 50 percent at least 50 percent of the marriages in our country and if it's not happening to the 50% we know it's probably more than 80% because 50% of all new marriages go through this not just 50% of all marriages 50% of new marriages go through this now this will is the undisputed truth this is how it happens and this is how it happens for everyone there will be no surprises here so if you don't want to know how your marriage is going to go, what path it's gonna take, then stop this video. But if you do wanna know, this is my spoiler alert, if you do wanna know, then continue watching this video because not only am I gonna spell it out, everyone in the comment section is gonna agree. And if you happen to disagree, and you wanna go ahead and say, you're bitter, you're hurt, you don't know what you're talking about, please go ahead and fight me in the comment section because I'll be ready for you. All right, so we're going to talk about the marriage wheel. All right, and you're going to enter in at this particular point. All right, so first you're going to start right here at the top. All right, right here at the top. This at the top says engage. All right, some of you guys are going to get engage, and that's going to spell out in a big S with two lines. That means it's going to cost you money. Not only did you date this individual, you vetted them out as much as possible. You've met their family. You have taken all the precautions you need to vet this individual out. And you've decided to spend the ultimate gift on that person. So you bought an engagement ring and you've committed to marry. Where the next step is going to be is wedding. Right here at the top. All right. So you're still good. You've decided to go all the way. You've decided to get a marriage license. You've decided to plan out your wedding. You've decided to get wedding photographers, flower people. You've decided to invite the bridesmaid. You've decided to reserve a church, the reverend, or any other minister who will be overseeing your wedding ceremony will be a part of this. You've decided to do a honeymoon. You've decided to bring out all of your family members to celebrate in this important stage of your life this important transition into maturity you've decided to become an adult right you decided to man up and you're not only marrying that person you're now marrying the state but you don't realize it at this particular point that is going to become very important later in the wheel remember i said that very important because you not only did marry the person you married the state so remember that now, some people might get engaged and they get married right away. They can wait six months. They can wait a year or they can wait two years, which would be a long term engagement. But at the end of the day, that's about the year zero to year two. Now, 
now that now that you've done that, now that you've manned up, now that you've done the right thing, the next thing that's probably going to happen in between year two and year year two and in between year two and year five is that there's going to be children involved. You're going to move all the way next down to the wheel right here. You're going to have children and you're going to have a nice little family right here. All right. You're going to have a husband, a wife and maybe one point five, two point two children. And with those children, you're going to probably want to have a property. You're going to want to have a house. Somebody's going to motivate you to get a house. They're going to want you to get that house. OK, in order for you to have children. Now, most people do it in this order. They get married. Then they get the house, then they get the children. That would probably be the, uh, the correct order to do things. But just the way the economy works now, it is difficult to do it that way. So some people get married and then they have children and then they buy the house. Now you just bought a house, 20% down. Let's say you are the median household in Southern California. We'll just say it's $500,000. That's somewhere in the area of $100,000 that you have to come up with. Put a down payment on the home. All right. If you live anywhere else in the Midwest and you can buy a house for $81,000, that's a different story. Not only do you have to buy a home, every little thing after this is going to cost you money because it costs money to have the children. There's going to be hospital bills. There's going to be insurance. There's going to be activities that little Johnny and Sally are going to need to play. There's going to be school. Now, if you send yourself, your kids to a public school indoctrination camp, then it's going to be less money for you. If you send them to a private school, which will give them a better leg up into society, that's going to cost you a little more money. So you're going to have to spend a lot more dollars. Family trips. You're going to have to go on family trips and vacations with them because now, you know, you can't stay in the home. You've just paid for that home, but you're not going to stay there, right? You got to take the kids out to vacations and summer camps and so forth. But at the end of the day, everyone's smiling. Everyone's happy. Now, this guy right here, he's the workhorse of the family right here because most likely what you want to do is you want to have this individual right here raise these two. All right. Raise these two. Now, if you get in a situation where in the next stop, you're going to see if this individual is not raising these two, you're going to have problems later on in this marriage. Will it? But this individual right here, he's not smiling as big because he is the work horse. All right. He has to pay for all of this stuff that we talked about. And then somebody had to pay for the other stuff up here. All right. They had to pay for this up here. So right now you're running a major tab. So this person's probably looking at working for the next 45 years of his life. All right. We're going to go all the way down to the next point of the wheel. The next point of the wheel is very important. This point of the wheel can last for, can occur at the five year mark or the 12 year mark. It's somewhere in between. This is when this usually occurs. This area is what I call the bait and switch. This is what happens when this individual right here decides to change the game. They're going to change all of the rules related to what happened when you discussed up here. Now, if you're a man and you haven't discussed any of what's supposed to happen in your marriage from year zero to year 50, then you're going to experience a lot of problems. Because this individual is going to change and she's going to change for a certain amount of reasons. She's going to change because the real person is able to come out. All right. The real person is able to come out because this individual's invested heavily into this relationship. 
invested emotionally, invested financially. And if they don't agree with anything that she does at this particular point, it's going to cost them financially. Okay. It's going to cost them what? The house. It's going to cost him time with the children. It's going to cost him all of these things, engagement rings, all of these gifts. All of these things are going to go away if he doesn't agree with what happens in this bait and switch area. Okay, that's just the reality of what happens. Now, what happens in the bait and switch area? This right here happens. A feminist appears. Now, this feminist could either be already there or somebody could have told her what happened in this particular area is not what she intends. She's not a real woman. She doesn't have a job. She doesn't work. She bends over backwards for her man. And she fixes her man a plate. She cooks dinner for him every night. Now, some feminist is going to come in here and indoctrinate her or a real feminist. The real feminist that was really in there will appear. Okay. And so the bait and switch will happen. So what happens in the bait and switch? Most of the time, the male starts entering his prime earning years. This is when his income is probably going to peak or be at the top. All right. So this is year between year five and year 12. All right. His income is going to start peaking because this guy has been working his ass off. He had to just buy a house. He had to take the kids to uh, all these family trips. He has to pay for private school. He has to. Uh, pay for all those hospital bills and all that stuff so he's starting to work his ass off he's the workhorse the feminist starts looking back and going holy crap i got married at 25 maybe 28 29 30 and i've had these children i've been pregnant for probably five years non-stop i've been raising these kids for another five years they're driving me crazy i miss my younger years because i got married i wasn't allowed to be a young woman. I wasn't allowed to go out to the club and shake that ass and watch yourself. Shake that ass. Watch yourself. I wasn't allowed to do that because some man told me that I had to be at home barefoot and pregnant and cooking and cleaning and raising the kids. This is unfair. I got a raw deal. I want to go out and I'm going to start doing girls nights out. I'm going to start doing girl trips. I'm going to start going to Las Vegas, Miami. I'm going to start traveling with my girls because I need some time off. I need some time away so I can attract some younger men and get my self-esteem up. I want these men to tell me, oh, you, you got two kids? I can't even tell. All right. You you don't even look like you got one. You look like you'd be 25. All right. They're going to start gassing your head up. This is what happens now. The wall starts to appear. She starts to run into the wall, all right? The crow's feet comes in, all right? She starts, her face starts changing, the body starts changing, and she needs to pump up her self-esteem. Another thing that could be happening is she could be experienced postpartum depression. If all of these things happen in a relatively short time span, she could experience postpartum depression. She could be dealing with bipolar disorder and she, her mentality is going to completely shift. She's dealing with a lot. She's dealing with feminism. She's dealing with um, postpartum depression, mental disorders. She's dealing with self-esteem issues. Also, which could be into the picture, she's also maybe dealing with some alcohol or some drug issues. But right here, affairs. All right, affairs start to enter the picture, all right? And affairs could be on both ends. Now, you could be talking about 
the man having an affair because that seven-year itch, which is really a three-year itch, but we're going to push it out between the years five and 12, the affairs start to happen. This guy right here, he probably ain't getting it like he was getting it before because these two appeared, which they're lovely kids, right? They're, he wouldn't change anything. However, he's not getting it like he wants to get it. And she's bored because she knows every move this guy's going to make in the next 15 minutes of the sexual experience. So she's just like, I can't even take it no more. The sight of him disgusts her. And for him, he's like, okay, she's changing quite a bit. She ain't uh, hiding all of that like she used to be. So uh, little Sally, no, Sally was the kid. So I got to give her another one. Tammy's at work. Tammy's looking hot. Now, he's about to catch a case if he messes with Tammy at work. But Tammy's looking hot. Tammy looks like the wife did when they got married. So he's a little conflicted. He's like conflicted. Like So uh, uh, the physical sexual affairs start to happen. You got the financial affairs. She's buying things that he doesn't know about. He's buying things that she doesn't know about. All right. So financial affairs are starting to happen. Emotional affairs. This is when you catch somebody texting somebody over and over again because not only has all of these happened she may have decided to go back to work okay she might have decided to go back to work and work on her career now most people don't have careers they have a series of jobs you have a series of jobs most people tell you you should have a career and not a lot of people do have careers we just have a series of jobs but she's going to be career-minded so she's going to look back at this time right here that she missed out not only on her girls night on the younger years, she missed out also on a lot of work. So if both incomes are needed, a dual income household is needed, then she's going to have to kick back to work. But what happens is when she goes back to work, all right, she's going to experience affairs. All right. She's going to experience not only if she doesn't experience a sexual affair, it's going to be an emotional affair. All right. She's going to start texting someone, maybe her boss, maybe a coworker, maybe somebody she's taking a business trip with and they're going to she's going to start experience experiencing how these things work all right so that's what happens in the next section this is the bait and switch this individual who you thought was your wife is not going to be your wife anymore it's going to be another individual who you're dealing with and this bait and switch will cost you money it's going to cost you a hell of a lot of money because you're about to lose everything if you don't switch with her if your mentality doesn't switch with her you're about to lose a hell of a lot of money. Now, here's the next stop on this wheel. You go from the bait and switch. Now, this one can happen anywhere between year five and year 18. This next stop that you're going on, we're gonna call right here $2 signs divorce rate. That's the next stop on your wheel, gentlemen, is the divorce rate. Because if this feminist appears and her mentality changes and you, I, I forgot a spot right here. The marriage counselor shows up, all right, and she goes to the marriage counselor, and her, the marriage counselor, you know, she spins a tail, and you can't get yourself out of it. Then eventually, you're gonna go right here to divorce rate. Okay, what's gonna happen next is you're gonna start seeing the appearance of these following people: the family court and judges. You're gonna see attorneys. You're gonna start seeing therapists. And you're going to see these people right here, the child support system. These people will cost you thousands of dollars, thousands of dollars. And all because this bait and switch happened, all because this feminist showed up. 
The family court is where you guys are going to the fight over right here. Sally and little Johnny. This is where this is going to happen. You're going to fight over them. Now, most states now presume 50-50 custody right off the bat. But if this attorney appears and convinces your ex that she can get majority custody or full custody, then she's going to believe that she can get it. All right. And she's going to fight you tooth and nail for these two individuals right here. These will be the pawns for her. All right. And this will drag out your family court experience. Not only will it drag it out here, it's going to drag it out in the next spot. The appearance of therapists or the suggestion of therapists will appear not only for yourself, but for your children and the child support system will show up. All right. Because you're going to lose a lot of money. Not only are you about to lose this right here. This house that we needed to get to have these children, you're going to lose time with your children. And not only are you going to lose time with them, you're going to be asked to pay for that time. The, the time that you lost with them, you're going to have to pay for that because they're going to stay with her and you're going to have to pay for her time with them. Now, remember, the feminist showed up and said that she wanted to work on her career. She wanted to go to girls night out. She wanted to go to girls trips. She wanted to go back to work. She wanted to have affairs. Now, all of those things are going to become less important because you're going to have to pay for all of that. She's either going to be able to do that on your dime with your child support money, with your alimony, with your attorney's fees, or she's not going to be able to do it. She's going to have to figure out. She's going to be stuck. So in the female approach to this, she's stuck in the paradox right here, all right, where either she fully recovers or she doesn't. Either she continues on with this wheel or she finds herself in a parallel universe. All right. Because she's not going to either be able to afford to live that lifestyle or you're going to pay for her to afford that lifestyle. All right. The next stop. Now, there's two ways you could do it. There's an arrow here that goes this way and there's an arrow here that goes that way. All right. And this arrow here is the blue pill line. All right. See this right here. Now, some of you guys choose to do this same situation again, all right? You, you're going to go back. It didn't work out the first time. And right immediately afterwards, within the next two years, you're going to think that that was just that individual. I'm going to do it again, all right? Because maybe it was just them. And you're going to re-enter the marriage wheel right here. You're going to start right over. You're going to meet someone new. You're going to get married again and potentially do this thing over again. Okay. Sorry. I'm in reverse here. You're going to do the entire wheel over again. And this is called insanity. That's the definition of what this is. is. This is because you're going to think you can do the same thing and you're expecting a different result. But as we know, the marriage statistics tell us that over 80% of second marriages do not work. All right. And if you find yourself back on the wheel and back with children and then you're going to get to the bait and switch again, I mean, you're going to experience double the pain and you're going to have two times of everything else with less resources to deal with. Now, the next thing you could do instead of taking the blue pill line is take that red pill and you go MGTOW. All right. And what happens is you experience all of this and this distaste creates what people call bitterness this is what everybody shames you with because you went through all of this and they didn't see it they didn't go through it with you 
But you're going to see these years right here create what the shaming people call bitterness. But all this is is an awakening. You go, damn, that wasn't worth it. So you get booted off right here. And I'm sorry because the light's changing off the, the board here. You get booted off and you're unhappy. And you decide, hell no, I'm not getting back on this wheel. But what's going to happen is you're going to experience more pain. More pain comes because of these two right here. And this one right here is going to use these two to create this pain. And what happens next is bankruptcy because you're going to be financially ruined. What happens next potentially is contempt charges because you can't keep up with these payments. It's becoming difficult because you have a house to, to support and she has a house that you're supporting. What happens next is more family court. You're going to see more judges than you did right here. Because this individual right here is going to use these two to try to get more divorce rape. So they're going to continue taking you back to family court. Don't think it's over. They're going to take you back. And listen, I've been to family court and I've seen 60-year-old women coming in there filing cases for men who had back support for 20 years ago 20 years ago so you got to imagine you have adult children that are in their 30s and you got somebody dragging you back in for child support arrears from 20 years ago i mean so you're going to see more family court you're also going to see counseling into the picture because this individual right here may not have gotten their head straight so they haven't adjusted so they're going to assume these people haven't adjusted right here but these people were probably five, six when it happened. They could care less. They moved on with their lives. All right. They bounce back and forth. They do 50% custody. They do 85, 15 custody. They could care less about what you're dealing with. But they haven't adjusted yet. This person right here hasn't adjusted yet. So they're going to suggest that your kids go to counseling, which means more money. So that's what happens with the divorce, with the marriage wheel. Now, what happens now is your these two right here are gonna do the exact same thing they're gonna go right here at some point after you finished all of your situation after you're here your two kids are gonna go right here and they're gonna go right through here all the way around and experience the exact same thing okay that's why this wheel this cycle always continues and that's why it's important that the red pill is acknowledged at some point with these two. At some point, they have to see it. And what's happening now that the marriage rates are declining in our country. The birth rates are declining in our country. And you know why? It's because these two right here, they're the children of feminism. They're the result of divorce culture. They've seen not only their father, but their uncle their grandfather go through this exact same wheel over and over again and they're looking at it like you know what i got video games i got other hobbies i need to do with i got i got a lot of things going on the last thing i want to do is get involved in this wheel because it's painful i've seen men go through it it's ridiculous all right now this is the marriage wheel I want any of you guys who disagree, get in the comment section, see me in the comment section. If you agree, go ahead and like and share this video. There's no lies told here, and it's, I'm sorry if I spoiled it for some of you guys, 
but this is what typically happens to eight out of 10 marriages. Eight out of 10. Do you want to be a statistic or do you want to continue on this wheel? All right. Some people can do this wheel very well. All right. But not only are 50% of divorces in this situation, we can assume that 75% of them are in this situation and they just haven't hit all the spots yet. Okay. So that's the video, everybody. See me in the comment section. Hit that like button, subscribe, and we out of here. Peace.